Well, if you couldn't tell, we've been listening to the new Ghostbusters theme song. (laughs) Welcome to the Who Goes There podcast, episode 74. (laughs) That might be happening a lot uh, during this episode, because we just... We just re-listened to the new theme song. Wow. I didn't think I could hate this movie anymore. (laughs) Look, I know I said a lot of things last week about waiting to see the movie until we form an opinion. But the thing is, I've actually heard the song. I've heard the song. And and you know what? Let it not be said that it doesn't cause Chris intense pain to do that noise. (laughs) And it's worth it. Oh. Yeah, it's uh, so it's so bad. Do you think Do you think Paul Feige is still (laughs) sitting in his fucking ivory tower, just like, nope, this is still a good movie. People don't like it. They're sexist. He's listening to those with noise canceling headphones on, (laughs) and he's just going, "Fucking nail, fuck yeah!" He's just putting each of the headphones on one side of his dick and just (laughs) the kids are gonna love this. Yeah, Pete went somewhere, is licking his bass. And thinking stupid, that he did a really good job. Stupid bass licking idiot moron. Dick, even Dick my, my sister likes Fall Out Boy and she hates this song. I've I've heard that from Fall Out Boy fans. That, that this it, song is ridiculous. It's bad. It's it's not even so much bad for like a remake remake, remix, whatever it is, of the Ghostbuster song. It's just a bad it's song. Re- like, reimagining cat- categorically as music. It's terrible. One hundred percent correct. Can it be called music? No. Is, is that what this is? It's a lot of bleeps and bloops and sounds. This and sounds noises. like an asshole mating call. Is what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> if this if this song were a person, it would have a popped collar, and be wearing Crocs, and probably being like drenched in Jakarta noir. You know. Pete Wentz is, is one of the people that I have the most hate for. He is and, very and think, hateable. And I think mm. this song kind of kind of just encapsulates why he's such a douche. What's the singer's name? Patrick Stump. There you do, go. do you think he just kind of like, okay, what? All right, Pete, you're the front man. You're you're the boss, Pete. I'll 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 marble mouth my way through this song. You know, he's, like, he's he, like, look, I just want to be Michael Jackson. So whatever you guys do, that's fine. I ain't gonna lie, I dig Patrick Stump. Like I like his voice a lot. I mean, just his way of way of singing. But Fall Out Boy winds up getting big because Pete Wentz just steals shit from other bands. What yeah. is that? What does that mean exactly? He's stolen lyrics from several bands. He got sued by American Nightmare and like wound up hiring Wes on to write his lyrics. They got sued for stealing lyrics from a Knives Out song. The the ribbon on my wrist says don't open until Christmas. Like that's from a Knives Out shirt where they just stole like it's, you know, don't open till Christmas. So um, they wind up just buying people off. Is that really like a super original idea though? I'm sure it's not, but Knives Out still won. He still stole it from like the hardcore shit. That that's he like to. that's like stealing. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to. It's uh, funny too because even what was that real popular song they had? Sugar, we're going down. That one. Uh, Patrick Stump has like gone on record being like, I fucking hate that song. He's it's like, a. Stu- I mean, it's a like, stupid song. So the lyrics yeah. are ridiculous. All of them. See, Pete Wentz has that that thing that Mark Hoppus has where he writes lyrics as though he's still 16 mm-hmm. and he, or maybe he just writes it for people who are 16, but not to, not to say that 16 year olds don't have good taste in music. If most uh, of them don't, 
That's exactly uh, what I'm saying. I'm sure we have tons of 16-year-old listeners, so I'm not going to well, say that. Well, you should stop listening. There's a reason this is marked explicit. <sighs> fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> stupid idiot morons. Hey, speaking of other stupid idiot morons, did you hear that Jared Leto is supposed to play Lestat in... Uh, in the the remake not, of Interview look, with a Vampire, look, it's Lestat. not it's not Lestat. a bad not, not a bad choice. Why? Because he doesn't age. Well, no, he's a he's a good actor. He I like Jared Leto. He is, but he's a fucking asshole. He's is an he? absolute yeah. yes. So I should have punched that guy in the face when I had the chance. Oh, do you oh, want to tell, tell, tell your? He's got a famous. I'm not, not going to tell my story. I'm just oh, saying. I I should, do you want to? I mean, I, it's second hand. I wasn't there, sure. but. Wouldn't it be better if you told the story? I agree. It's I was just, like, why? I, I of, had, all the, of all the punches you pulled, no, I, so I, I or had, don't pull, he rather. He doesn't yeah. want the fucking Jared Leto Illuminati after him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got the T-Swift army on our side. We're fine. Uh, I, I used we? to I used to run a, a music website, and I was interviewing one of the dudes from 30 Seconds to Mars, and I was doing a promotion where I'd got this, this cheap Fender guitar, and I was having all the guys sign it. And everyone on the tour was super cool. And then when I came across Jared Leto... I explained like, hey, you know, would you mind signing it? I'm going to raffle it off. Blah, blah, yeah. Or not raffle, but, uh, you know, just give it away. And uh, he kind of just lets out this huge exhaustive sigh. And he kind of looks around like he's looking for an out. And he goes, oh, fine. And so I, I hand him the Sharpie. And this was the most dick thing ever. He just kind of looks at me and goes, uh, take the cap off. And I just hand him the, the pen without the cap. And he draws these weird alien symbols and stuff. And fucking 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 fuck, Ollie is there and she goes, You could have at least fucking said that. And he kind of just hands off the marker like it's a used condom and just walks away. Your wife was witness to this? Yes. So if the, the if the story is exaggerated, we can get like It's a, not exaggerated. If, any, like if a, anything, it's underplayed. You know what? We'll get confirmation during the break. Yeah, yeah. I think we should get but confirmation. But I believe you. Yeah. No, he's a total. Well, dick. the fact that the, he he said that he understated the story is the part I that, did. the I, part that, that gets me because Matt never understates anything. You're about as you're about as fucking uh, <laughs> subtle, subtle as a sledgehammer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, fuck that guy as far as personally goes. But yeah, you know, because he's a good actor. Yeah. I'm with it. It's Indeed. it's also sad too that from everything I've seen of the Suicide Squad movie, I'm actually looking more forward to that movie than like almost anything else that's coming out. It looks great, man. It looks, it looks cool. great. Will it Smith we'll, looks really good. We'll in be that. talking about Suicide Squad in a little bit when we talk about the movie we watched, but we'll get there. Oh, will we? Yes, okay. we will. Yes, we because will. I have thoughts too. Okay. <laughs> I can see that. I have many thoughts. a thought and many an opinion. Oh God, I have so many thoughts and opinions. <laughs> um, also, with on the the topic of remakes and reboots, The Rock can't stop remaking things and he's supposed to be the wolfman in the new universal studios wolfman remake so okay the new new the new new it's well i mean it's <laughs> not new, 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 new new sounds like hawaiian pussy new, new. <laughs> you got that ill new new <laughs> oh that's one got him oh shit oh if chris, the goal chris is has to... pain in his ribs so oh, every yeah. time he laughs it's just like getting stabbed in the ribs oh yeah uh sh- a shitometer update which is what i've been calling my weeks. oh the, yeah. your life as of late my, my life in general has just been again like i said shit wall to wall uh so i'm gonna take and i'm sorry guys but i'm gonna take at least two seconds to immortalize um my my fallen son pour one out yeah one uh, out. my dog did die on wednesday um he lost his battle with cancer I, I always hate saying lose the battle but he did yeah and um that was very sad and so here's the you know that's we'll, we'll, we'll have a drink to, to chief's <clears throat> honor sometime yeah. soon 
So no sooner did that happen, I also lost a ninety dollar pair of sunglasses. Oh. Uh, that's know, the okay. real kick in the ass. Right? No, no, no. That's the. I'm just saying this is all shit that's piled on on top. Uh, it's good, goddamn dog. But really, the uh, fucking sunglasses. No, because re- those goddamn. Things. Well, I I said that to not necessarily understate what happened next, which was that I was uh, I don't want to say hospitalized because I was only there for about three or four hours. But I did have to go to the hospital. For like a, like See, a five minute appointment. That's the thing. That's if you well, want to to be play it. Yeah. You say you were hospitalized or I had to go to the ER. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try and tell this as fast as possible. But I, <laughs> I did have, I, I, I had a doctor's appointment to just go and check for side pain. I wasn't able to sleep for the, like the previous, and it started, of course, on the day my dog died. Uh, or a little bit before that. And then um, I had to sleep sitting up for two days. So I just made an appointment with my doctor to check out what was going on. Um when my wife called to make the appointment because I was at work, huh? Nothing. Oh, I just I just said my wife. <laughs> my wife. <laughs> my wife. <laughs> my wife. I whispered it because I didn't want to interrupt your story. <laughs> oh, that's okay. When she called to make the appointment <clears throat> for me because that's how it works because I don't understand insurance stuff. Um, <laughs> Same. <laughs> she she does all that shit for me. Uh, the she they the the appointment was set <laughs> and then I'm at work and all of a sudden my phone starts ringing. And I get a little freaked out because she never calls me while I'm at work. She'll, she'll text me unless it's an emergency. So, and I'm like, our dog already died. What the fuck could possibly be happening? <laughs> Jesus. So uh, I, I picked up the phone and she's, she's in tears. And she's saying that because of the symptoms that we told them, the doctor said that he canceled my appointment. I need to stop everything I'm doing. And I have to go straight to the emergency room because it could be cardiac. And um, so I was like, I think they're blowing out of proportion. I think this is kind of horseshit. I feel like, like we could bruisers. get this motherfucker to come to the emergency room and pay a shit pay more load. money. Pay which shit load more, really yeah. pissed me off. At least a hundo. Yeah, it was de- it was like one hundred twenty five dollars more than my visit would have been. Of course. So um, I I had to go and tell my boss. I'm like, I have to fucking go. Like my doctor thinks I'm having a heart attack or some shit. I go there, and they take piss. They take blood. They. Uh, not the same container separately, but like, and then they, you know, they, they, they put me in a room and she goes, all right, get down to your skivvies. And I was all, wait, what? And she goes, yeah. She's like, get down to your underwear, put on the, put on the gown. And I was like, wait, wait a second. We got to check your fuck bum is bum. going on here. And she goes, we have to check you for a pulmonary embolism because that's exactly what the symptoms seem like that's going to be. So oh then I God. start freaking the fuck out. They, you know, strip me down. They put like, I can't even count. There was at least like 30 wires attached to my body. They run all these tests, take x-rays of my lungs and my chest, um, did all these fucking work. And then the doctor has the goddamn fucking nerve to come back into me and just go, um, well, and actually I, I don't want to get this wrong. So let me. Did you did write? Text did you, you write down exactly what he no, said? No, but I texted. I think. Oh yeah. One of you guys. He was like, hashtag, you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag, not not my, <laughs> not my <laughs> pulmonary embolism. Yeah, not, not my pulmonary. not my medical coverage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Blue Cross. Um, it's called uh, costochondritis, and essentially, it's just inflammation of the muscles and tendons in between your ribs. Uh, so, and he literally says this. He goes. Yeah, it's super painful. There's nothing we can give you to alleviate the pain, and there's nothing we can give you to uh, keep it, you know, an anti-inflammatory or anything like that. He goes, "You're going to be in pain for about a month, and you're Ugh. just going to have to deal with it." And I said, "Well, what caused it?" And he goes, "I don't know." And I said, "Can I have my $150 back, please? Because everything you just told me was everything I, I knew, knew coming into this. Yeah. Only now I have a name for it, which yeah. is costochondritis." I thought you were fucking with us for a second, dude, because when I saw I saw what you had sent us. It it 
I thought it said Costco chondritis, yeah. and I was like, I, I saw Consta. I was like, this guy. I know Matt I go, goes I go because <laughs> it said Consta. I go, this motherfucker. He's just making fun of us right now, dude. And then like I read it again. I go, okay, it's very, it's very serious. Funny because that's the feeling I got when the doctor told me all this. I was just like, you're fucking with. And he and then he goes like this. I swear to fucking God, he tells me all this information and goes, well, put your clothes back on and go. It's like, you fucking asshole. I was like, you're such a dick. That sounds awful, man. Oh, it was terrible. I'm glad I didn't need that 150 bucks or anything. Yeah. Mm. I could have bought my sunglasses. So, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I've i always said, if you buy expensive sunglasses, you deserve to lose expensive sunglasses. Because I've I never wanted to buy them. I always bought the little shitty five dollar ones, and Ollie is like, "Get the expensive ones, get the fancy ones with the the polarizing and shit." The first pair I ever bought, I lost within a week while playing disc golf. See, I I, I had that same feeling, but the problem is, is that my sunglasses are subscription. Prescription. prescription. Subscription. I was like, glasses. you have a subscription God, to sunglasses. Damn. <laughs> prescription. So they're expensive by default. So I. Yeah. Murder by death. Murder by death. <laughs> um, I will say this. Uh, the reason I buy the sunglasses I do is they're the only ones. I don't know if I just have a weird shaped head. You do. Yeah. They're the only ones that honestly fit comfortably. Like all the other oh, sunglasses yeah. I ever wear, it feels like they're fucking like constricting my head. And these ones are super, super comfortable. So when I found them, I was like, it sucks because if I ever lose them, which this is the second pair I've now lost, um, I have to pay $80, $90 depending on where I get them. And it sucks, but. Mine, mine all have scratches on the lenses. And I'm just like, oh, when I'll lose them, I'll buy new ones. So I don't want to I don't want to move too fast away from your problems because it's fucked. But let's 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 uh, we 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 condolences for your week. No, oh, yeah, the no, whole no, thing. That's why like we chose a, a lighthearted movie. Uh, <laughs> did you guys hear? So we talked about it last week. Anton Anton Yelchin, uh-huh. uh, how he passed away. Like yeah. we talked about his car pinned him. Did you guys hear, uh, listen, or read any of the follow up to that? Just that no. there was a recall on the car that he. So had. get this. Yeah, I was I was just I, I was gonna mention that. So I guess in. There's a couple years that Chrysler, uh, they have this weird um, shifting knob on their car that when you put it into drive... It stays in neutral, I think. It, it, no, it doesn't stay in neutral, but what it does is it, it, it basically got, it has an up, middle, and back. Mm. And when you put it into drive, like say it's two clicks up for drive, it pops back into the middle. So mm. looking at it visually, you can't tell if it's in drive, park, whatever. And it's so it's a transmission issue. They it's said. a transmission. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's it's the it's the, it's the shifter. Mm. And so I guess what they're saying is that either he parked parked his car, didn't know it was it was in neutral, went down to look at his you know his his mail or whatever the fuck, and the car just fucking slammed into him. It's crazy shit, man. Yeah, it's it seems like something out of a movie too. You can just pick. I can picture the look on his face and like blood coming out of his mouth. And well, you guys are there, little, wasn't crazy. Week there, we're dead. Yeah, there was a movie. It was called Christine. Oh yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> you know, I just meant like everything when somebody gets stabbed in the stomach and they right. have like that stupefied look on their face. Like, how did this happen to me? And then the well, I bet if, if we were watching the movie, we'd be like, "Why did you just move to the left, dude? Yeah. Why did? Why, why did do you, you have such a strong fucking mailbox, dude? Yeah, dude. <laughs> if I was there, I would have just rolled out of the way. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> come on, just just dive. See, well, I mean, the people we know, they just have their cars roll downhill and into their neighbors' houses. Does that happen well, in your neighborhood a lot? No, that happened to to Haley. I'm sorry, what? Haley. Oh, that's right. I do yeah. remember this now. Yeah. Our friend for Danny's uh, Haley. 
she uh, <laughs> she uh, I guess forgot to set the parking brake or something, and she her parents live on like this hill, and it's like got a windy driveway, and like down below there's a hill with another house. Her car just rolled down the hill into the neighbor's yard. Woken up like half drunk in the morning by cops and. It's like, uh, is that your car down in the neighbor's yard, in the neighbor's house? That's fucked. That's that funny. is fucked up. Uh, I thought, it was, I thought it was quite funny. Uh, let's see. I don't have anything else as far as newsworthy items. Aside from Eli Roth ruining more movies. <laughs> <laughs> he can't stop. He can't he, stop. He, won't he, stop. Ah, ah, ah. Uh, no, he's doing... Do dude, a, dude, fool, that's Mason Poop Diddy. Did you just have an, a pulmonary ah, ah, embolism? Ah, I did. Uh, what was he doing? He was doing Death Wish, uh-huh. and uh, what was the other one? Oh, that Some Jim Carrey. Uh, yeah, I forgot the fucking name. <laughs> I got rid of it. Some Jim Carrey movie. Professional. Yeah. So it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not uh, horror, but it was horrifically bad. I watched <laughs> Independence Day two. Oh, is it out already? It's so fucking bad, guys. Oh, oh no. Dude. I really wanted that to be good. So let, let's let's be Full serious. disclosure, I loved the first movie. And I also, full disclosure, the first one wasn't like a good film. It's not a good film, but it's a fun film. But it was fun, right? Like it was it was Wait, it wasn't good? No. That was not it's a not, good, it's not it's a, a, good it's a film. it's a Roland Emmerich movie. It's it is what it is. It did yeah. what it was supposed to do, which is it got in and blew you for fucking two hours and it got out. It wasn't yeah. a heady piece. I, you I, I would to think love about those much. kind of movies. <laughs> Any movie where I can get yeah, dude, for two uh, hours. <laughs> they basically the with the removal of Will Smith, they got rid of a lot of like the um, humor. Kind of the humor, yeah. Like the, it was it was it was sort of a humorless humorless movie. It was really? just Yeah, I did not enjoy it. Fuck. Did you guys watch anything else recently? I actually saw a few movies this week. What did you watch? Uh, I watched that new Henry Rollins movie, Last Heist. Oh, how was that? Uh, it was every other heist movie with the exception of when Henry Rollins was on the screen. I'm... The, the time when he was on the screen was totally enjoyable, brutal as fuck, but you could have interchanged those scenes with any other bank robbery heist movie and you wouldn't have been able to tell the difference. I'm enjoying his recent... Uh, I guess what Renaissance? Yeah, yeah, like with the stuff horror. he's doing now, I'm totally fucking digging it. Yeah, did you ever watch He Never Died? Mm-hmm. Ever watch He Never decent. Died? I liked I it a lot, it. and you know, it all started with when he was—I uh, think it was the second season of Sons of Anarchy when he played the white supremacist. Oh yeah, yeah, he was good in this. He plays a—he plays, a, he plays a phenomenal white supremacist. Uh, it so, makes, uh, a phenomenal sure monger. It makes me wonder. <laughs> no, he, he's like the least like yeah. If you ever hear the guy yeah, speak, it's a good. That's a good cover though. Hiding in plain sight. Well, he—I <laughs> was going to say he's probably been around it enough that he probably can play. Uh, a really good one. Um, he actually reminded me quite a bit of, of Milo from The Descendants in this new movie. He, like He wore the same glasses. He had the same kind of haircut. He had that same weird grin. Yeah. But uh, I really like those parts, uh, or the parts with him in the movie. I've been doing nothing but really watching Orange is the New Black. Oh, my God, dude. We've been marathoning that shit. I think I we have, just finished. You Did you finish the whole thing? Yeah. So don't ruin it for me. But We're on episode four, I think. Get your feels God ready. God damn it. I was just going to say something. Okay, let me just put it this way. We just finished this morning, and I had to stop to go watch the movie, and I was fucking pissed because all we have <laughs> left is the season finale. Ugh. So I just got... Already, there, there's even more feels in the last episode. No, come, dude. So you know what I'm talking about, but Matt, you know what I'm talking about. Talk about what happens? Which, which one? All oh, right. <laughs> on, wow. Hey, George, earmuffs. Earmuffs. <laughs> right, let me see if I can do this. Hold on, hold on. Just give me like a signal, I'm gonna, and I'm gonna like whisper it. But go, 
Go ahead, listeners, and buckle up yourself. Oh, okay. Yeah. La, yeah. La, la, that's la, it. La, no, that was, that was, that was hard. That, that was hard. Me. And the whole, like, two episodes after that are just gut-wrenching. Okay. It was, I literally was sitting there, and Veronica and I both went, the fuck is this Game of Thrones now? Yeah. Mr. <laughs> Ollie is like, I can't, I can't. There's too many feels. Oh, my God. Is it move, mm-hmm. Moving on to Game of Thrones, did any uh, did any theories that you read online that you want to protect, <laughs> make your own come you, true? You can... <laughs> Eat an entire bag of dicks, because that's not what it is at all. <laughs> did, did anybody's theory that you stole come true? No, none of the theories that I had oh. came true. Fucking good riddance to you, Ramsey Bolton. <laughs> no, oh, that, that, dude, that, that was, bums me the fuck out, that, dude. That episode... He was a great man, he and was, he was not the, the king that we needed. Yes, he was. <laughs> not the king we deserved, but the king we needed. He was both. Was both. We've really, been very bad. I, I really enjoyed that episode uh, from a from a scene perspective, mm-hmm. but from a narrative perspective, that that episode was horseshit. What, dude? Okay, well, like, can we? Let, I, like, I know we sort of get off on stupid tangents because this is a horror podcast, and we eventually this head back podcast. to it. Who gives what a the shit? fuck with stupid ass Sansa Sansa keeping? Uh, I've got a giant army in my back pocket. Okay, uh, I'm going to give you that one. Away from... Uh, she didn't have the army. She went and sought help because John wasn't listening to her, so she went and talked to Littlefinger. We're going to take a quick momentary pause. Okay, we're back. Sorry about that. So John wasn't listening to her, so Littlefinger had said before that she he was always going to protect her because he loved her mom and he secretly wants to fuck Sansa. So she, Secretly? Well, without coming out and saying, I want to fuck you, like he wants to fuck her. But then, so she went up to the the Eerie and wound up getting all them. Like Littlefinger called up on some armies because he's got but, his fingers and all kinds of pies. But from the standpoint, from the standpoint of, okay, it isn't sorry, really quick, isn't that who she wrote the letter to when she was writing that yeah. letter and sent it out? That was she wrote, she was that, that, was, that, to that was who that Raven was for. Because oh. that's it has to be because how did they assemble an army and know where to go and all that kind of shit like right at that moment? That's yeah. something that you have to set up for a while before, unless well, it's. I wouldn't. Say, how how long before did she write the ra- or send the Raven? Early enough. Yeah. Early enough so that they could write in cavalry style to save the day. Yeah, well, because that's not that's just precisely do, do how early. Machina. Well, what like, I was gonna say was maybe he assembled the army once he got the Raven rather than had it waiting. Oh, well, that's what. We okay, did. but still, hey John, uh, look, bro, we 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 possibly have a table turning army. Uh, can you just wait? Like maybe. Uh, Two hours. It's less dramatic that way. She well, had to. She had to flop what, so, her dick on the table. So and that's prove what I mean from like a, from like a storytelling standpoint. That episode was horseshit. Okay. But visually, that battle was unbelievable. Same director who did the one at the uh, Castle Black last season. And listeners, you can you can write in and tell me to get fucked if I'm wrong about this. But I that that was stupid. Yeah. If you're I, gonna write in, send us Funko Pop minis too. The horror ones can't find those shits. Yeah, and if you are a proprietor of any kind of clothing, I need a new hat. <laughs> Preferably mesh back. <laughs> oh. Good. All right. Well, uh, are we done with pre-movie talk? I think so. I, let me just check really oh, fast. Oh, I did see one other closer. movie that I liked. It was called uh, Even Lambs Have Teeth. Mm. It's, a, it's a weird name, but uh, two girls kidnapped, forced into sexual things and... In, in uh, storage containers and then escaping and killing a bunch of people brutally it's sweet it's kind of like uh like i spit on your grave but with more um kidnappy 
because it wasn't so much home invasion. Oh, cool. But I enjoyed it. Okay. Well, we'll, have to, we'll, we'll have to watch one or two of those, I guess. Uh, the kind of the bigger one that came out this week was that... Um, I didn't even know this was in production. The Stakeland sequel called Stakelander completed production. I guess they're done filming. The Stakelandening. Stakelander. That's part three. <laughs> and then it's going to be the Outback Stakening. <laughs> that's Stakelandish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that which is it kind of flew under the radar. Yeah, and it yeah. and it comes with a blooming onion. That's steak ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's steak tarted. <laughs> Oh, good lord. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, do we have a musical choice for this yes, we do. movie that we watched? Well, we watched, uh, what's it called? Funhouse Massacre? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's, what's, what's the song? So it has to be Welcome to the House of Fun by Madness. That works. That's a good one. Yeah. That's good. All right. Well, we'll be back shortly. Um, <sighs> Bye. Funhouse Mascarera?
<laughs> that's, <laughs> the, that's the Mexican version. Mascarera. That's, uh, it's, not, that's Pete Wentz's my, my, <laughs> Fallout Fallout Mascara. Hashtag not my mascarera. My fingers just went everywhere on that fucking thing. Oh, hey. What? Well, your finger. Uh, my fingers. Uh, we're back. It's number 664 in popularity. Almost what is? there. The Funhouse Mascarera. <laughs> Masacracara. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> We watched The Funhouse uh, Massacre, Massacre, released in November of 2015, uh, directed by Andy Palmer, writered, writered, by, writered by, written by Ben Begley, uh, Ben Begley, ben uh, starring Robert Englund, Joe, Jer Burns, Scotty Thompson, and a bunch of other people. So there was this one time that I emailed, uh, or not emailed, interviewed uh, Ben Begley and the main girl from this. Begley. And then uh, I accidentally deleted it. Ben Begley. They, they emailed you back? No, no, no. I interviewed them, and I accidentally deleted the interview. For this show? Yes. Not for this specific show, but for, for this podcast, yes. What do you mean you accidentally... How does... How, oh, the file? Yeah. The audio file? Yeah. Oh, you're an idiot. That was when I was out in Colorado. <laughs> good God. Hey, at least I didn't delete an episode. So okay, that's so let's go around the table. Matt Smith, what did you think of this film? I really like it. You really like it. I fucking like it. Okay. Chris Franco, what did you think of this film? I mostly liked it. I half liked it. I'm I'm 50-50. Mm, okay. George doesn't seem to agree with you. I don't think George liked it at all. <laughs> I <laughs> kind of loved it. Kind of fucking, fucking loved it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um look dude, it, it's got it, it it has some serious obvious flaws but again very serious this is one of those films that like if you try to take apart too much it it doesn't make any sense and i will try oh yeah and it's got a heavy hitting cast of c-list celebrities yeah Yeah. we'll we'll get to that so here's the here's the imdb synopsis of this film and this you don't even have to imdb it there's a mental institution or or a prison that holds some of the no no i think this works i think this works better than what you were doing IMDb is just so boring. (laughs) Six of the world's scariest psychopaths escape from a local asylum and proceed to unleash terror on an unsuspecting crowd of Halloween funhouse. What? Oh, there you go. How you like that English on IMDb? That that they're missing word. No, there's there's several. There's several funhouses by their reigns of terror. There's a crowd of funhouses. That's that's why. Yeah. So, yeah. Basically, in the beginning, in the beginning. There is a uh, an asylum that holds the, I guess, the most dangerous criminals. But some la- some of them are kind of laughable. If I'm if I'm being yeah. if I'm being serious, uh, which one? The fucking wrestler was stupid. So the dumb. Wrestler? Oh, the clown. The clown dumb. wrestler. Uh, dumb. What about if he would have been the revolting blob from Billy Madison? <laughs> oh, that been so sure. <laughs> you were supposed to pinch my leg. Moody <laughs> <laughs> <Naughty> Magazine Day. <laughs> God, the, I love that. love that film. The dentist. The dentist was so stupid. stupid. You mean you dumb. mean Doctor Suavecock? Doctor Suave? <laughs> Did you say Doctor Suavecock? <laughs> uh, he he drilled holes through your head so he could fuck you in the mouth and out your head. These are so. These are the the. Leaps that Matt makes when yeah. he's watching. The, well, yeah. he did drill through the head, and he I was did. like, I was like, I've seen blood sucking freaks enough times to know that that's where you fuck. And uh, also, there there was a character. Well, actually, we we can just call her 
who she is, right? It's Dollface, but oh yeah, but she's Stitch, a Stitch bitch. She's a total ripoff of uh, Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn. Oh, my God, her even down to her name is Miss Quinn. Is it? Oh yeah, when she goes into so the, that must be. I think like, that's a wink and that, a nod, that's, though. That's that. Yeah, that must be very tongue in cheek. Well, it's, it's it could be or it could not be. Here's the thing, you know, the the, the even Harley Quinn derives from the word Harlequin. So really. Fact, yeah, I never made that you, connection. You I'm are a, just a. <laughs> so they could have done that. And actually, her name is Harleen. Quinn. Harleen Quinzel. Quinzel. Well, that's but, terrible. Yeah, uh, but uh, my fellow nerd. I'm All not right. afraid. I'm not, hey, I you did name fucking cop. I'm not a nerd. I'm I did. Not that, a nerd. Is that what you named her for? Yeah, I, I tried. I tried to sneak Harley Quinn by, but somebody somebody told Ronnie, uh, "Oh, like uh, like Batman." And Ronnie looks at me and she goes. From Batman, really? And I go, uh, no. <laughs> you for for your kid? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's exact. I, that's exactly where I assumed it came from. That's where it came I from. kind of figured. I just never really asked you. I, I didn't. Really I was like, want, George loves Kevin Smith way too much. I didn't want to go full Harley Quinn in the beginning, like, or, or I did, but then sort of retracted the nerdiness just a little bit. It's not too bad. Fair but enough. yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I think. I think the the idea of housing psychopaths and them getting let go is kind of neat, but the ones it's that they have in there are stupid. Like, I, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, that's it. I, I do think the premise is pretty genius. I loved how because like uh, when we meet the guy who's putting the funhouse on after everyone escapes, that essentially it's it's shown that the you guy, mean the guy who's putting it on or the guy yeah yeah the guy no the guy who's putting it on okay and you know who that guy is. That's Malachi from Children of the Corn. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't. I didn't uh, see. I recognize him as the guy from Can't Buy Me Love, that '80s movie with uh, Doctor Dreamy. Mm-hmm. And uh, when isn't I, it Mick Dreamy? Was it? I don't know. One of them. Uh, but then when I interviewed the uh, the director, I was like, "Oh, that's the guy from from Can't Buy Me Love." And he's like, "Yeah, he was also in The Burbs." And and uh, I was like, "Oh, I just remembered him as Ronald Miller, who got his ass kicked." He's or been me- a, he's been in a ton of shit. He was in the uh, the Dust Till Dawn series up recently. He's he's been in a lot of things. Courtney Gaines. Hmm. But he no, still has your woman, the, Outlander. That's not the guy who's Malachi, right? Courtney Gaines. The redheaded guy? Who are yeah, we no, talking about? No, the redheaded about? guy is the guy, um, the guy. Yeah, the guy I'm talking about. Matt and I are talking about the same guy. I think you're talking about someone different. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm talking about someone different. So the guy who we find out later was apparently dating the psychopath's daughter. And right. And she's the one who put it into his head to do all of this so that she could break out her dad and all these other guys to come and run the funhouse and essentially treat it like a fucking... Yeah, this is all an orchestrated thing. She was only porking uh, the redheaded dude so like they could have all the exhibits match the environments that the psychopaths were originally in. Yeah, so they could go buffet on people. Yeah. No, yeah. one guy only one ate guy people. One guy would go buffet. Oh, you mean buffet of killing. But yeah. he was... Oh, I loved seeing him, and, and I, I got to figure out. His he name. was. I think the the what was his name in the the fucking here we go. We're gonna we're gonna. His do. name is E. E. Bell, and his name in the movie was Animal. Yeah, Animal. I think was probably the best one because he was actually like a psychopath. Yeah, like he was he was fucking feeding his customers to his, his to his customers. <laughs> <laughs> that's not um, from Tales from the Crypt or anything. That's not from from like several. Yeah, things. yeah. But that's um, the thing is, I feel like they took little elements of all kinds of stuff from yeah. different movies. Honestly, like in the first twenty minutes, I was so fucking on board with this movie. I really, yeah, dude. Like I, I loved everything about it. I loved the setup. Um, I loved the even the characters. I was like, okay, yeah, we got all the cliches in order. We got the we got the slut, the jock. We got the 
um, the two weird dudes to that gives like not well they didn't really give exposition but they're they're like the kind of the the guys who are obsessed with nerd and horror culture right um, we got the virgin girl and then we got the nerdy guy and the will they won't they kind of thing like we have everything in place um, so many fine pieces in this I did too. I, I did appreciate the nerd game was strong yeah. Uh, the Doctor Who is kind of an odd pool in yeah. a in a horror film. And, and he was, was the laziest Doctor Who. Yeah, he just had a scarf, and he had that fucking fedora <laughs> already. Yeah, yeah he just he, well, he was a typical neckbeard with without the neckbeard. Yeah, that's true. But uh, but yeah, and and so I think where I kind of started losing it right away as soon as Dollface came into play. You mean when she put her makeup on? So her whole gimmick, she is a character that just doesn't make sense to me. So is she a schoolgirl or a clown? Like, why the stitches? She's I think the only she one that was a goth sense. cheerleader. That's, no, but why the clown? That Well, that's the vibe I get is like one of those goth cheerleader uh, fucking living dead dolls. That's what she kind of reminded me of was like a real life living dead doll. It just, yeah, but it seems like they didn't know what to do with her. So they just did everything. It's like, so she's like schoolgirl slash teacher slash clown slash naughty teacher Harley slash Quinn naughty clown Harley Quinn imposter right? naughty reporter or like yeah. oh she yeah naughty reporter she was naughty all the things and that was another kind of nod to Harley Quinn too not that Harley Quinn was a reporter she was a therapist yeah but that same thing where she like came in like yeah anyways um I don't and I think that's not even really what it was that turned me off but I do those elements took me out of the movie because I was just like I don't like the the chef, that makes sense, and I loved every part of it. Yep. Uh, Clint Howard, the guy who's the taxidermist, loved that. I yeah, that, that was, was pretty good. Fun fact: I did Clint enjoy that. Howard and E.E. Uh, e. Bell, the chef, were in Ice Cream Man together. Yeah. Fun fact. Fun fact. Um, yeah, the taxidermist was a good was a good character, I think. Yeah, but they were all like really kind of silly, you know. And, and here's one one of the things, and I know this was kind of my my big deal with Pan's Rebirth. But this movie, the advertisements that have been coming out recently have said the scariest movie of the summer. And there's nothing scary about this movie at all. The gore is pretty good. Oh, it's gory. It definitely has yeah. a bunch of gore in it. But this is a, a, a horror comedy. At yeah, its base. could go like, 100%. And not even like super heavy on the comedy. I thought they balanced it well. Like it wasn't like a comedy that has horror you in it. You know, it, it was almost really it was it, the I think tonally it was and here we go Jorge getting real serious about a the <laughs> not serious movie, movie. Dumb movie but yeah. to me tonally it, it was a little it was a little tone deaf because you had these moments that they were trying to do like really serious things like the relationship between uh Mr. J oh I'm sorry whatever the character's name was and the daughter cop mm-hmm. was so serious like it was like there was this cult and and she was like half involved and her mother was killed during it and it's it it it, it was counterbalanced it with a joke counterbalanced with this fucking eight foot tall black clown Dr. wrestler person ripping heads off of people and it's like okay well i do cocaine i bet he did that's why he took eight gunshots and got right back up yeah i don't know man i think wait george how many how many of the stingers did you see I saw both. Oh my God! He knew there was two. I saw both. Um, Stinger for the ringer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just think I, I think if they had if they had leaned a little bit heavier on the comedy aspect of the film, it would have been a lot more fun. I agree. It it to me it slouched in the let's get serious part. But well, they had a, that, they so. had a lot of of 
over the top comedy. And I mean, they had like the doofy cop, which is an, another comedy trope. Like they had uh, the prank calls. They had just like all the dumb shit, like where he gets shot and he's like, raise your hands. He's like, I would, but you shot me. Yeah, like, that was funny. There's tons of yeah. stupid little, I mean, most of them kind of followed the <laughs> or, cop. But. Or when the guy, the guy that they like give the the nerdy guy, they give him the gun and he like, he's going to shoot him. And then like someone goes, hey, and he goes, ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> the other guy, and he goes, oh shit. <laughs> <Throws the gun. laughs> Did you guys notice the nod to podcasting in, in it? Yes. Oh yeah. Dude, I was dying when uh, the, the two radio hosts were walking in there. We well, should, you know, we should get into podcasting. It's all the rage these days. <laughs> no, yeah. no Nobody listens to radio. <laughs> I love. Did you guys catch the lethal weapon quote at the end? No. Oh, dude, when the nerd cop like he's pointing the gun at him and he goes, he like cracks his neck and he goes, "No way you live, no way." <laughs> is that is that a lethal weapon? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's a uh, uh, not Riggs uh, Murtaugh. He Murtaugh. says that, he says at the end of lethal weapon. And probably because I've never seen those movies. Oh. Have you not seen the lethal weapon? Movie? I saw the sex scene and the toilet scene in Lethal Weapon Two, and that's it. The sex scene in Lethal Weapon 2 is pretty damn yeah. awesome. It was I think in a trailer, jerked, right? I think I've jerked it a few times to that. If well, you I want a really good one like with six, that, so. I was gonna say, if you want a, a really good one with that actress in it, that's way better than the Lethal Weapon one. Check out Full Eclipse with Mario Van Peoples, uh, it's, which is a good werewolf flick in general. But she's in that, and there's a fucking amazing sex scene there. Very nice. <laughs> very it is very nice. Very nice. <laughs> it is very. Maybe nice. we should start doing that. The sex she scene gets. of the sex scene of the week. <laughs> God. Um, <laughs> yeah. But um. But um. But um. Bum. Okay. 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 The problem is, is this movie's not bad enough to really like really dig into it. But it's not good. But enough it's not good enough to give it too much praise. Like. Least favorite, least least favorite aspect of the film, Matthew. Uh, I don't really have one. I liked I it mean, all. I did. I I thought like the funny parts were kind of funny. There was a lot of like really good. Like there was a lot of people that got murdered in this mm-hmm. movie. And they didn't give always, a fuck. Yeah, that's they were always high up on my list. There, I mean, some guy got his face ripped off. There was titties There's, for you. There was titty. Was there titties? Yeah, yeah. The, the Asian girl. How bare titties? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, that's good, right. Good set, that's too. Right. Say, how did you miss those? I was too busy trying to cover my sister's eyes. Uh, <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> Alia thinks it's weird if she sees like boobies and stuff. Oh, but let's let her let's let her watch a clown rip somebody's face off. But that's but not see, boobs. This this was you were what's wrong with America. She was sitting there and she's like, "That's fake," you know. I was like, "Well, obviously that's what scary movies are. Well, so you know, it's all sex. fake things." Well, because I was porno. trying. To, yeah, but boobs are real. Let's talk talk to Alia, man. I don't care. I'll show. Boobs I would all love the time. to talk to Alia about this. I'm, but uh, I'm, I'm that's, that's just exactly how America thinks. They're like, show as much blood and killing as you want. Do not show a nipple. I have no problem Get with it. Get that titty away from that 13-year-old. Oh, my <laughs> she's God. Like, she's 10. 10-year-old. But, yeah, uh, the, the all the violence and the blood and the gore was fun. The like, blood and the guts the, and the beer. Like, the part where they're, uh, the girl's running and she just gets a mannequin head thrown at the back yeah. of her. I, I almost lost my shit. No, I, it wasn't I, a mannequin head. Wasn't that a real head? Oh, it probably was. Probably, yeah, at that point. Yeah. But, but it's fake. But, again, like, that's the thing is every time I saw her character, I was just like... I don't get you. And she was like an expert at knife throwing. Yeah, I don't know what you which are. Is weird. She reminded me of a Sherry Moon zombie in everything. Yeah, just kind of ditzy point. and like skipping <laughs> through life and. But like, yeah, man, but, I don't know. I hated her she so was, much. She was probably the most pointless of the of the psychopaths. Even the wrestler, it's like, why are you a clown? What's your what's your shit? Because he ripped some dude's face off and he wore it. You know, what's funny he, about he was that. Ed Geenish. I noticed that the one thing that irritated. Well, one thing. But like he rips off that dude's face, right? And then it 
like grows three times to mm-hmm. be able to cover his face and like comically cut a mouth out of it. Yeah, I, it didn't cover it fully, and it didn't go around the back. Well, I guess he only ripped off the face. But thinking too seriously about a stupid movie, George. I'm telling you, also, man, that's my thing. Why was he the only one who didn't get a themed room? Because he was just a badass. He was just roaming. How come he didn't get like a ring? A ring would be cool. Yeah, would have been awesome. Yeah, and then he could have had El Gigante. But it's kind of it's because he's black. Oh, he like, get his own room. Was he black? Yeah. He was in white face, though. <laughs> <laughs> Took me a moment, but Reverse I got it. minstrel? <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I got it. Uh, he was in a white face. <laughs> so you, you... Well, you loved it. What didn't you like about it? Um, I mean, look, dude. it was It's a stupid film. It's terribly acted. The plot is atrocious. Oh, but so it, bad. It, 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 didn't matter. I mean, it, 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 it's mostly fun. Yeah, it's totally enjoyable. Uh, the pacing was even pretty great. I mostly, mean, yeah. Well, I mean, think about it. Because yeah, they had to get the the exposition and the you know the plot points and stuff out of the way at the very <laughs> the beginning. But they, points. well, yeah, I say that term loosely. But they they only took a few minutes doing it, and then like you got to see little bits of kills of you know when they were describing the killers and then freddy krueger gets his throat slit and that was incredible yeah to, to, to me to take away all of the fucking dramatic bullshit yeah like you can leave in leave in the the that guy pining over the nerdy b girl that's fine but remove all the nonsense with that female cop and her dad mm-hmm. and, and the cult stuff. Like, get that out of there. You know what else could have been taken out was that scene in the in the restaurant with the old man who hated his food. I don't know. Like, I kind of liked it. Yeah. Well, it, liked just, it, it just seemed it seemed really out of place. <laughs> it seemed like somebody had seen the movie uh, waiting, waiting and was like, uh, you know what? They could have taken this a little bit uh, uh, it's different still, direction. It still did make me Ghostbusters theme. Seeing him eat those potatoes. Shouldn't eat in the. You can't you can't go continental. Yeah. Dude, I would I would say that, you know, I did like it more than I hated it. And it's so here's the thing. And we keep saying, well, you can't take it too seriously. There are times the movie tries to take itself too that's, seriously. And that's where you, it gets into trouble because it's like you're asking us to believe that there is a taxidermist, a chef, a wrestler, uh, a cult leader, and a dentist that are serial killers that are all locked in one facility that all escape and all have the same plan. Somehow they know each other and they set this whole thing up, but you're also going to try to have some weird, like, yeah, that, that plot point you were talking about, yeah, like, the cult subplot. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, if you're going to have that goofy of an aspect, you can't try too hard to make it too serious that way. It just doesn't work. Here's another thing too. At the very end, spoilers. <laughs> That's yeah, I, I Cause we haven't done that. Well, um, when the guy at the end, the main character, gets his back broken, did he die? Uh, maybe. Yeah, because you never uh, see let's him Let's hope that. he did. I'm going to assume he did. Because I think this is one of those movies where in the first stinger, uh, you think that Stitch Face is dead. Which, not at all, because when she goes in the fucking... I saw, I saw it well, yeah, a mile away. Right. When she, she had like... The, you could see like the carving of the skin. <laughs> you could already skin. see it, yeah. Right, but that that's what you're supposed to think is that everyone's dead and that the cop made it out and then... And I, I was like, I Hannibal Lecter, one of those Samson's did it. I th- yeah, I, th- <laughs> I think this is one of those movies where all, all of the good people die. Yeah. Which I love. Except for Machete. 
Oh, fucking Machetes was the man. <laughs> he was great, man. I, I like that he was a chef that fought the chef, too. I like that, oh, yeah. that aspect of it. What? The, when they when the one guy burns his hand on the hot dog thing, because why is this thing on? Yeah. <laughs> That's a great little spot. Uh, when he was in his truck just sitting there, like, talking to his girl, and then that woman ran up all bloody and starts pounding on the window, <laughs> and he uh, screams. He's like, ah, ah, he just keeps screaming over and over. And, I, and then he just rolls on the window and goes, are you okay? Yeah. Every bit with that guy was so. I want him to get his own comedy spinoff. I don't know if he can. I don't know if he could handle it. But it's Funhouse Mascarera Masaqueras too. Masaqueras. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, I now kind of talking it out. I, I like it a little bit less than I did last so, night. Yeah, Chris, here's here's another one. Chris I'm gonna throw at you. Realize Sorry. Here's here, here's another one I'm gonna throw at you. I'm gonna throw at you. I'm gonna throw at you. Um, when the police gunned down the the wrestler clown. Gun down the wrestler clown uh, <laughs> that last time, and then uh, fucking Dewey takes the uh, Dewey. Dewey Skip Dewey uh, takes the shotgun and goes. The way the camera's angled, it almost leads you to believe that he blew his head off. Right. Then how the fuck does the clown break out of the body bag at the end of the stinger? He. Oh yeah. So he's that bad, doesn't. Make he's sense. a bad shot. He shot a corpse. You saw so much blood. Yeah. And it's like if you're going to at that point, are you going to shoot him in the chest? Because well, even well, that would be instant. Insta you would, would blow a hole through them. Yeah. The uh, the director had said something along the lines of they want to do another movie with more Rocco, the the clown wrestler. Why clown. he was the worst? Like aside, both the clowns. He was the worst wrestler terrible. clown. Yeah, Doink was the best wrestler clown. I totally agree. <laughs> you want to bring Doink back? Yeah, dude, I would love to see a movie with. Did he die? Well, which one? There was yeah, like twelve enough. Doinks. <laughs> And then there was a dink and stink and pink too. There's a dink a dink and a donk. Yeah. <laughs> the, the dink a dink and doink a donk. Ah <laughs> uh, shit. Yeah, I don't know. Like the 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 pointless parts of the film, I guess, sort of outweigh the the good parts. But I, I still think I enjoyed it for them. Uh, I had fun with it. Yeah. It's just that, like if it was it. it, it I could oversee those things if they were winking at themselves while doing it. It almost seems because what kind of takes me out of it is it almost seems like they thought, or like they painted themselves into a corner. And it almost like, feels like it's the the conversation they're having is, man, this movie's going really well. I think it's a little too funny. We should try and like make it fucked up a little. Right. And then it's like, man, this movie's getting a little too fucked up. Maybe we should make it a little funnier. And then they're just back and forth. Yeah. Well, no, I don't. I mean, the back and forth part, I don't think is. I don't think it's true. I think. I think what. I think the the main issue is that you have this you have this pretty well constructed narrative of like this you know this funhouse thing happening, but like why why put in the the asylum thing in the beginning take 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 that out take that part completely out well then maybe that, not no there's no setup so for the, the, the second that, part yeah the thing that Chris made me realize that's kind of bumming me out now was okay I I can. I can accept everything had been orchestrated and that girl was dating uh, the Ron Weasley lookalike to to get the <laughs> funhouse set up and Skip running. <laughs> and then she got in and, and freed everybody. But the, the part that I, I'm having a hard time understanding now is how did they communicate all of this to, to each other? Like they weren't just flying kites under the door, you yeah, know, they like there's I don't know how they would all communicate that this was going to happen and all be on board. Well, and not only that, but again, it's like, not that I give a shit because I still like the movie, but that's like a big glaring 
thing. But then it's it's because we're talking seriously about a stupid movie. And that's the thing. Like I think again, it's like you ask ask me to believe that. Ask me to believe that there are these, you know, fucking wacky characters that are all serial killers that come together. Well, and, and, ask and, me to believe all that, and I will believe it. But do not try to tug my heartstrings about a cop who was under the cult. Yeah, I didn't like, give a shit about that. Well, no, even, it was terrible, even, and it was even, unnecessary. Even one step before that, right? So if you're going to give me a an asylum that holds the 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 world's most dangerous criminals give me that yeah don't i mean don't pull shy on because like you've got a wrestler that killed one too many people in the wrestling ring right great fuck yeah but okay when you see the things he does now where he's got the kind of sheer brutality and psychosis as to where he's willing to rip off somebody's face and then wear it but that to me but that's not what he's in there for right he's doing that now so that's like why is he in there in the first place? because they've built a, a character profile of him that's like Okay, he's taking it a little too seriously in the ring. Maybe he's demented. Now he's out. And it's I, like, well, this guy's clearly fucking psychotic. I want maybe them that's to just go- a wink. Maybe these are all like wink and nods to really fucked up people, like Ed Gein and Jim Jones, and like. Uh, well, of course. I, mean, I wanted the chef to be a shit eater, dude. Like seriously, like I want. Like I want to go shit? full bore. Like why? Why? Why pull? Why pull the punch? When you've like you know Robert England is you know uh, uh, is in charge of this asylum that nobody knows about that is off radar that you know is underground or what have you and yet like one of the worst criminals in the entire world is a wrestler who killed too many people in the ring like uh, come on yeah but he's he's the motherfucker that'll wear your face nobody else was wearing faces but he didn't go in for that he'd never done that before that we know of. I suppose, I, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, like, it's and, just the, so- and the dentist was kind of silly. Like uh. the dentist, I, I could have. To me, he's the least effective of the characters. Doctor Suave. Yeah, Doctor Suave. <laughs> yeah. To, to you, the dentist was the least effective. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's just because I've seen you know Doctor Giggles and the Dentist and all those other horror movies about dentists, but I was like, well. It, what is it? Because he's a, an attractive dude. He looks like Uncle Rico. Like, yeah. you know. I bet I could. I bet I could throw this football over those mountains. That's the best line in cinema history, <laughs> right there. And he throws the fucking thing in his face. <laughs> uh, I I uh, I would I would totally recommend this movie. And I watched it twice in the last. Two I would days. too. I mean, even to even to normal normal people that don't watch horror films on a daily basis, like this is this is pretty accessible. I think it's fun enough. It's I, fun. I got the feeling. Honestly, I got the feeling, and not just because of the subject matter or anything like that, but especially when the two nerdy guys entered the picture, I got a real killer clown from Outer Space vibe from it. Like that feeling of a movie, and that's what I, I really genuinely. I kind of nestled in and I was like, I'm going to really like this movie. And I did. I did like it. It's just there were some things about it that were a little unforgivable for me. Unforgivable. Now you're unforgiven too. <laughs> that's the one you chose to go with unforgiven too? <laughs> could, could he have gone with, I'm not afraid. Oh, wait. No, that's uh, Eminem. How, I already forgot how the Ghostbusters one goes. Good. <laughs> I'm not afraid. Not God afraid. Damn it. <laughs> Mom spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag not mom's Hashtag spaghetti. Hashtag not my spaghetti. <laughs> my spaghetti. Hashtag not mom's spaghetti. Oh god. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 a it's a fun film. Um without looking too closely at it, you'd have a good time. Um 
as we are wont to do on the show, you know, if we if once we unpack it, things happen, and we sort of dislike things or like things more or less. Um, but yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I, I, I'd watch it. I'd I'm probably pro- watch it again. I'm gonna watch it again. Yeah, I probably will too. And I want to give a, a, a big shout out to Dion Collins underscore on Instagram because he found out we were doing this and he went and bought the movie. Oh, I saw that. So he could watch it for spoiler free. Yep, probably. <laughs> he knows. He knows how we operate. Man, now. that kid has been. He has been. He's been around since almost day one. He's been one of those kids that clearly has great taste and and lets people know that the great sense he of appreciates humor the product. Ravishingly handsome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, thank you guys for, for listening. Make sure to check out all of our stuff. Uh, there's nothing new on our YouTube channel, but you can still go subscribe to it because I'm Oh, gonna... you didn't set up your laptop today. I no, Take I, video. I, no, I didn't. I, I'm fucking sunburned. I'm tired. I'm fucking exhausted. It's all right. Net, look, let's, let's make, a, let's make a, a, a pact here for next episode. We're going to come in, lots of energy, maybe a little drunk. Okay. Are you drinking I'm, again I'm, next week? I'm, I'm three weeks with no alcohol. But are, when are you able to drink again? Uh, the goal was the end of July when I go to my friend's wedding. But oh. I'm still eating like an asshole, so I don't think it's going to prevent Why me from losing Why don't you stop eating weight? like an asshole so you can drink on the show with us? Can you do that? I'll do it next Sunday. No, no. It, does, it doesn't work if you just do it one day. You, you, well, I'm going to drink on the show. That's what I mean. Okay. All right. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> we'll drink on the show to make it better for you yeah. folks out yeah. there. Um. Yeah, uh, I also wanted to see if I could implore everyone who hasn't already and drop us a comment or something on uh, on iTunes, a, a, a review of any sort. Um, I, want, I really want to get those numbers up one way or another. If, if they're bad, good, or indifferent, um, throw us a, a review if you could. Oh, yeah, and to the person who gave us a review and said it made them so wet, uh, prove it. Prove it. Do you really want them to prove it? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> it's like an ice bucket challenge, right? Okay. It right. could be that JM metal, dude. <laughs> <laughs> then you might not want to see it. It made me so fucking wet in my bug bite. <laughs> you may not want to see it, though. Uh, don't ask for what you don't want. I may not oh, want to see my it. bug bite is dripping. But uh, I do want to see you guys wearing our Taylor Swift shirts. So go buy one at whogoesthairpodcast.store.com. Uh, I, I was actually really impressed with, with how many we've seen out there's, in the wild. There's only a few left. We did the final order on them, and there's like less than 15 left. So go buy a t-shirt. What are we reviewing next week? Is it is it The Purge? Is it out? It's the first. The first. That will not make it. Will it will make it. Oh, it's we'll Friday. It. Uh, I can, I'm down for The Purge. The Purge? That seems like something I like I'd actually it. want to pay for. Yeah. So if you guys don't want to get spoiled, go see The Purge opening weekend. <laughs> opening weekend. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you still have... Uh, uh, three three release, days. Four three days. days uh, like Thursdays. I was going to say, because like, fuck, dude. That's gonna that movie, I think, is going to open kind of big. Uh, spoiler alert. A lot of people get murdered. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't think anybody's going to be surprised. Uh, there's going to be a last minute save of the Senator at the very end of the movie and the purge is canceled. Maybe. Let's hope not. I hope, uh, you think they're not going to make it a trilogy? No, oh, dude, no, no, no like way. They have, they have so much room to make a hundred fucking sequels. It's the new Saw. Yeah, because think about it. This, the new movie that they're doing is supposed to take place in 2030 something or something like that. So they've already established that we have 20 more years of the purge. I mean, not in real life, but in, in you know, the, the fictional purge world. Yeah. So then even in addition to those 20 years, there's like 50 states that each has tons and tons of cities. Yeah, like, I, would, I would like to see, I would love to see, in fact, them refocus back into a more 
concise and condensed uh, world. I was just going to say, like, even a more rural community where it's just like, you know, a town of like a thousand people or something Mm -hmm. rather than a big city. So it's all your neighbors and people you know. That would be fucked. I would be really fucked. I'd like to see one where the government uh, rescinds the purge. But the people don't want it rescinded, so oh, they start their anarchy. own like grassroots fucking purge. Devil's night. Yeah. How how well you think the purge goes over in Alaska or somewhere where it's snowing all the time? Like, oh, they they it. just sit it out because they're like they like they get all dressed up, they make their mask and they like, come out with their machete and then they're like, oh man, George lives like four miles away. <laughs> they, you know? they open the door and they're just snowed in. It's like <laughs> oh, fucking fuck. wall of. Stuff. <laughs> uh, I guess we're I not purging tonight, honey. <laughs> and then they're like, <laughs> the guy looks out the window. Ah, oh, shit, it's Jim. Jim's coming to fucking hit this. It's like, how do you know it's Jim? Well, shit, Martha, there's only three of us who live here. He can't get in, though. There's, there's too much snow. He can't get in. Just let him dig. Oh, it looks like he fell under. in the snow. Uh, he's not getting up. Well, fuck George. <laughs> he froze to death. Shit. Um, I like it. Let's 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 direct it. Yeah. No. All right. <laughs> Hashtag the, the not my purge. <laughs> the purge frozen. <laughs> that would I would love to see the purge set in the frozen universe, oh. like the Disney Frozen. Just the snowman killing everyone, Just like Jack Frost going ham on everyone, <laughs> having sex with women in showers. That was Shannon Elizabeth. That was Shannon Elizabeth getting mm-hmm. fucked by a carrot. Yep, I love it. Well, carrot dick, carrot moron. dick. All right, uh, that's it for episode seventy-four. This is Jorge signing out. This is Matt. This is Chris. And uh, we'll see you next week, stupid fucks. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. <laughs> I did something strange, <laughs> and it don't look good. <laughs> Who are you gonna call? Hashtag not, not my ghostbusters. Hashtag not my woman. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe my woman. Okay, bye.